Thank you for checking out Coffee Pods, a Coffee Break length look into the Christian healing ministry. Through honest discussion, season six has us talking about when our own healing journey has been challenged. So, whether you're a cappuccino, a latte, or an Americano, there's something here for you. So pick up your coffee mug, plug in your earbuds, and let's talk. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Pod Conversations. My name is Lisa and I'm joined here by Wes. Hello, Wes. Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you. We're going to talk today um, about a comment that has come through from one of our listeners. And it is asking about um, when you feel like you've been healed previously and then the symptom or the issue has come back. And so initially when I heard this, the first question that came to my mind that I would probably ask myself was, was I really healed? Um, And then I started thinking about it a bit more and I thought, well, can God heal you just for a time? Um, Or does God take healing away even? And some of these things that we will be touching on in another episode later this month where we're looking at whether there's anything that can prevent healing. But Wes, are you able to just give your initial thoughts on that comment? Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, I love uh, Psalm 139 in the Passion Translation, and it says, You formed my innermost being, shaped my delicate inside and my intricate outside, and wove them all together in my mother's womb. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. And actually, in, in the healing ministry, we are dealing with incredible complexity. Yeah. And actually, this isn't a question, this isn't the first time I've I've heard this um, question. In fact, I had a friend um, who we had this conversation just recently. Mm. Yeah. I think... Um... It'd be interesting to know sort of like your, your initial response. Like if so, so if somebody asked you that, what would your initial response to them be? Well, well, actually, I, just reflecting on the question, I, I actually went back and looked at my initial response and, and they'd, um, they'd experienced um, a healing. And I would say it was significant. It, it wasn't, um, you know, a minor, I cut my finger, kind of a plaster thing. It was mm-hmm. a, a, a debilitating um, issue. And this is, I mean, I wrote to them and I said, because they asked me what I thought. Um, and I said um, that you were healed visibly, but um, this could be a potential area of weakness that is being contested. Mm-hmm. Or it's something new and different from the previous original condition. Or God healed your symptoms, and and they actually even had a physical manifestation of that, um, whilst the underlying condition was just contained and not permitted to develop any further. Or circumstances triggered a reoccurrence, Mm. or something I'd never even thought of. And and you know that because it came out of the blue, and I was just said, "This is this is what I think right now," and I'll reflect on it. Mm. But I do know that God can heal us, and He can we can be restored, and and you see that in many stories uh, in in the Bible, and maybe we'll just talk about Lazarus at some point. 
But I guess one of the questions is, um, and this is the hard thing, because God can, does it mean he always can? Mm. And one of the things we've been looking at is some of the factors that impact healing for our bodies, in whether it's body, mind or spirit. Yeah, I think we sometimes test that that question, like, can, can God do it or will he do it every time? Sometimes when we ask in prayer, if it's your will, mm. um, because we want we want to be within his will. Uh, yeah, that's true. And I and I, you know, I, I love the fact that people think, you know, that sometimes an acorn and I've said it before, that it sounds as if we're telling God what to do. Mm. And I want to just say as if I mean. <laughs> What chance is there of little Wes Sutton telling the Almighty what to do? Uh, I'm expressing my desires and I'm wanting to tap in, if you like, to his desires as well. But I think we, sh- when we pray for healing, we shouldn't ever try and second guess mm. what God's will is. I think God is thoroughly good. And so I always work on that sort of basis. Mm, that's great. Another thing that I guess comes from this is the whole placebo effect type uh, mm. thing like can can you experience a placebo effect with healing and we, we're very aware that our body and brain can do this to us and I guess our brain thinks it's better but it doesn't actually mean that you have been healed yeah and, and actually one of the things is healing um, in the name of Jesus is not mind over matter or as somebody well, said we don't mind and you don't matter um, I, I think I think what it is um, there is certainly in medical science the placebo effect. I mean, that's well documented. And so in a sense, it's naive perhaps of Christians to to ignore that possibility. Um, and in fact, throughout uh, church history, um, people have been in the healing ministry, been accused of that. So people like uh, John G. Lake, they said of him that it was to do with his mind, you know, um, you know, or the, or the use of the mind and and uh, and persuasion and auto suggestion. Same thing was uh, thrown at a guy called John Alexander Dowie, um, and so it's not new. And actually, some research, Lisa, was done into the healing miracles of John Wimber, and it wasn't to discredit any of it. It was just to say what actually happened, mm. and. You know, in a sense, there is the possibility that, um, uh, you know, some of the things that we pray for um, are psychosomatic. Um, and and when we've prayed for them, um, the 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 symptoms, the the illness, the the thing has disappeared. And of course, that's really obvious because actually, if the problem lay in the connection between emotions, mind and body, and that's dealt with, then you're going to get a change in physical circumstances. So in a sense, I want to go, yeah, and. Um, but the question that's, I think, thrown at us and legitimately thrown at the healing ministry is around the issue of, you know, significant physical healing, limbs growing back, mm. um, things like that. Um, and I guess one of the things I would I would freely say there, there, there are some things that we don't yet see in in any great measure in relation to to healing but we still keep pursuing god for a greater expression of his love and his grace so i think um the fact that the placebo effect does at times work it doesn't negate anything else um and let's face it we're all learning 
Yeah, that's true, actually. How, how do you think we can know or understand the difference between a placebo and healing? Well, this is one of the things I was, you know, I talked to my friend in the, the reply that we had in the exchange uh, that we had. Um, and if they're listening to this, I want to say, hey, thank you. Great question. Really <laughs> helped us. Um, one of the things, again, I just quoting from the Passion Translation, it's just the one I happen to be reading at the moment. But in Corinthians, Paul talk in 2 Corinthians, Paul talks to the church and he says, we reject every shameful cover up and refuse to resort to cunning trickery or distorting or distorting rather the word of god instead we open up our souls to you by presenting the truth to everyone's conscious conscience in the sight and presence of god and i think one of the things in the healing ministry i've learned is one we don't have to defend god Okay, we don't have to try and pretend that something's happened if it hasn't happened. And, you know, if you're healed, you're healed. If you're not, then there's no amount of saying I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed is going to help you that much. But I think one of the key things that we've got to look at is um, the relationship between somebody releasing healing and somebody else receiving it. And that has interested me for quite some time now, because those two things might not necessarily be the same. So I talk about if I poured a bucket of water from three feet in the air into the neck of a milk bottle on the ground, most of the water wouldn't get into the bottle. And so it's not just about the giving, it's about the receiving. And I think those of us involved in the healing ministry need to also understand that. I think there's something about how you keep your healing. And again, this isn't criticism or condemnation for anybody, and please don't take it that way. But, you know, sometimes I've noticed the people who have received significant healing live a different sort of life. Okay. So, and I I just think there's how we nurture it is probably a better way of talking about it. I think in relation to the placebo thing, um, it's interesting, isn't it? Lazarus was not invincible after he was raised from the dead. Mm. Because apparently 2,021 years later, or whenever it was, um, Lazarus is still not living. He died, uh, you know, at some other point. And I think, you know, in a sense where we almost look at healing as, well, all my problems are sorted forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. And actually, it may be that God has just dealt with this particular issue. Um, And I think one of the other issues is very often we might assume that everything's done. Um. And we might end praying or end listening to God. Um, And I think the best advice I ever heard about that was pray until the joy comes. Because the joy of the Lord is the thing that says, yeah, you've been heard. It's been done. But how do you get how do you, how do you work out whether it's the placebo effect, whether it's genuine? Well, I think if you've broken your leg and somebody prays for you and it's healed, you're going to know immediately because you're going to be able to walk on it i think if it's something in inside you've got to go and get that checked by the doctor i think if it's something of heart and emotion you're going to see the fruit of that going on um it's one of the reasons why in particularly in relation to physical healing i would always say to people um look go see your doctor he'll confirm to you what's happened to you um and and we got some lovely stories of people who have been back to their doctors and said, oh, that's really interesting. You know, however, um, that doesn't mean that we've 
got it locked up. We are still journeying with this. Yeah. Could you touch a little bit more on um, listening to God and, and, and how important it is? You, you said about, you know, don't cease praying, mm. even after you feel as though the, the moment is, is done and dealt with. Mm. Could you touch on that a bit more? Yeah, I think, um, I think the issue is uh, very often as Christians, we, we genuinely want to hear God. Absolutely, genuinely do. Mm. Absolutely. But I'm also aware, and, and I can do it too, that I also hear God subjectively through my own emotions and personality and also my own desires and longings. And that's why I think uh, the healing ministry is really a community thing, not an, just an individual thing. I think that's where we need someone to say, where's, yeah, and I know that's what you really believe, but think about this. And it's not about being unbelieving but it's about being honest and clear. So I would simply say that in terms of the listening thing um, and listening to God, it's much better done with people who are journeying together in the healing ministry. That's why I think healing hubs and healing teams are going to be incredible because it's a journey we take together. Yeah. And, and I can say to you, look, Lisa, I think God might be saying this and you could say, yeah, yeah, I can see that bit. What about this bit? Mm. And I think that's where, um, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Jesus sent the disciples out in pairs, you know, <laughs> not by themselves, you know, mm. can, can you imagine the discussion between, um, you know, Peter and Andrew about, you know, well, what should we do praying for this guy? And <laughs> Peter saying, well, let's just do this. And Andrew saying, okay, well, maybe let's just think about that for a moment. Mm. Um, and so I, I want to be with people who spark my faith, but I also want to be with people who will help me, hear God more accurately and more honestly, because I'm also filtering it through my set myself. And particularly if it's a friend and you're praying for a child and you're, the emotions are incredible. So we need to work that out. Yeah. And I think also like when we are praying um, to, to, even if we are on our own, try and listen acutely to the voice of God. Um, because a lot of the interactions that Jesus had with people when it came to healing he spoke to them in those moments didn't he yeah that's absolutely and i think you know i would probably say that one of the things that we can't do is tell people that they haven't been healed because of their lack of faith yeah. but neither can we tell people that they've been healed if they haven't um because both of those are unloving they're not pastoral um, and I think one of the things we've said is that when we've prayed for people and there hasn't been a, a clear evidence of anything happening, we've said, look, we're going to still pray. And in fact, you know, I'm praying for some people even today that I've been praying for for, for quite a while because I'm not going to tell them something that is not yet true, even though they're mm. trusting God. So, yeah. That's a really important point. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um. I think as well, I'm going to ask you to press a little further with the listening um, of how you've seen Jesus's interactions in some of the stories that we've read where he's had interactions with people in healing. So one of them, you know, he, he might command them to do something they haven't done before to see if things are better. And I've, I've seen you do that with people that we've been praying with before as well. Um, yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I think I think for some of the bit, Jesus is getting them to exercise their faith, and mm. and and for some reason in that particular issue, and that need, that is an important thing to do. 
And so you see the people who respond to Jesus and who he responds back to and says, go do this, go show yourself to the priests, go wash in the pool of Siloam. And those things are not just, you know, get out of my hair sort of thing. They're actually things which are important in order that, that healing can take place. And that goes back to the releasing and the receiving thing. And so I think sometimes, particularly in the healing ministry, maybe we assume that because we've prayed, that's enough. Whereas actually our prayer might then need to be accompanied by somebody taking action in some way. And it's not that it's conditional that God says, if you don't do this, I'm not going to, you know, heal you because Jesus clearly does heal people who don't obey him. Yeah. Um, but the issue is it's, it's that God knows that that's, that's the door. That's the trigger. That's the thing mm. that puts this in place. Mm. Thank you. Is there anything else just while we're together you want to share on this topic? <laughs> well, I just, the last um, thing my friend uh, wrote uh, to me about it, that uh, she said um, that she'd had a little, uh, there'd been a, a bit of a, a, a relapse. Um, and, uh, you know, in those moments, yeah, we find it hard to pray. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's okay. We know that. <laughs> that's why we journey with other people and let them carry the weight for us. But I loved their response, which was they're just going to keep pressing further into God. Because one of the things we need in, and maybe we could talk about this in a, another podcast, but actually we need two things. We need both experience and understanding in order for us to grow in the healing ministry. Mm, great. Thank you. Lovely practical point just to sort of end that on and take, take away with us. <laughs> um, so as usual, Wes, would you kindly pray um, for those that may be feeling like they, they have either lost their healing or it hadn't happened or it's come back? Wow. Yeah, let's do that. Father, I do thank you that all the ways of the Lord are faithful and loving. And I pray today, Lord, for those who have been revisited by an issue in life or have family who have been revisited by an issue in life. And Lord, I pray first of all that you would as only you can do, you would strengthen your love around them, that they would know the incredible tenderness of the mercy of Jesus today, right now. And Lord, to body and to heart and to mind, I speak peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and healing and blessing upon your life, body, mind and spirit. In his name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you, Wes. And we hope that this has been um, a helpful chat for you. Next week, we're going to be answering or trying to answer one of your questions um, from another listener that has asked, am I being punished? Um, so that's, I think that's going to be one um, that we'll have a, a nice, deep conversation about, Wes. <laughs> we hope to enlighten you. So we will catch you soon. Have a great rest of the day with whatever you're doing. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Coffee Pods. We hope that you have found today's episode helpful and inspiring. If you have a question of your own about Christian healing, 
send it to info at acornchristian.org and we'll respond. For more information about Acorn, our events and how to support our work, check out www.acornchristian.org. See you next time.